When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Now I know what it's like to perform in World Cup action because <laughs> um, we had two hours, right? <laughs> We had two hours. Uh, you include a little bit of the pregame and a little bit of the halftime. It's about two hours of action, and we thought it was all over for Mike Del Tufo, who said he needed to leave in the third hour to the point where he told Jason Feller, come on in, sit in my spot in hour number three. But Mike's still here. This is extra time. Is extra time. We're in extra time. How much extra time do we get? 15 minutes? what the first segment is. Okay. So we don't know. So you're just here so for the first segment? this is just like the World Cup. We have no idea. We have no idea. Have no it's idea. up in the air. Guess. Okay. Does that mean you're gonna you're gonna act like you're hurt and go down and then yeah, start running the magic, around like the magic crazy? Spray. You got that spray? The magic His spray. are gonna start to hurt. Spray. Yeah. Don't don't do that to me. <laughs> okay. Extra time. Mike Del Tufo is the Rich Eisen Show stoppage time expert. And now he's he's giving himself extra stoppage time. It's I great. Some of this stuff. Very good. I I think this is terrific. Uh, and I'm sure our partners on the Roku channel think so too. You know, Roku Joe is loving this. Come on. Roku Joe loves. Yes. The Rich Eisen Show, we are, and we're thrilled to be here. And if you missed any of the first two hours with Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, or RG3 talking football, uh, guess what? We re-air right here on Channel 210. And then we're also have our uh, select videos on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. We love being on the Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio network, coast to coast, Odyssey and Sirius XM and our podcast listeners. If you don't uh, have our podcast, please check it out. We greatly appreciate it. It's where all podcasts are acquired. 844-204-RICH being the number to dial. We'll take uh, some phone calls in a second. Kamel Nanjiani is back here. He's He hasn't been here for five years. I know. It's crazy. This is Christopher McDonald stopped by for the first time in six years. Six it's years. like uh, it's like a little reunion week here. I love it. I do love it. Uh, welcome to Chippendales. We talked about it with Adam Ray. Yep. Uh, we could not show the clip of Adam Ray because he was <laughs> surrounded by uh, scantily clad uh, individuals. Was he Jimmy the MC? Or... Uh, he's the MC. Yeah, he's the MC. Um, there was a lot of dancing. Camille plays uh, the uh, the founder uh, of right. Chippendales. Murray Bartlett, uh, who I do believe won the Emmy uh, for the White Lotus, um, he plays, I guess, the uh, the ideas man behind the scenes, and Juliette Lewis is in in it as well, and it's on. Hello. 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 Right now. So he'll be joining us. we got a great celebrity, true or false, with him. So it's neat stuff. Um, Ian in Springfield, Massachusetts. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's take your call. What's up, sir? Are, 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 you, are you Ian? I don't know. Are you Ian? Ian. Okay, very good. Welcome to the program. What's going on, sir? How's the Godfather of Jeff doing today? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. What's going on with you? Nothing much. I was just uh, wondering why it took the Jets so long to put in the best quarterback on the team, and what's your thoughts on that? <laughs> Come on now. 
Um, That's what I'm saying. Well, you know why he wasn't in. You know why he wasn't in. They didn't want to win? Well, no, they chose somebody second overall last year. I mean, I you know that. that. You know that. I understand we chose Zach second overall. I understand yeah. that completely. But there's a clear and obvious difference between the two. If you just looked at his first pass against the Bears, where he took a three-step drop and threw a laser beam in between the safety and the corner to hit Garrett Wilson on a slant, Zach doesn't do things like that. And you can see that in practice. You can see that in games. So I just don't understand when you have a team that's capable of making the playoffs all season, why waste time? Because Zach probably and has shown, uh, although I, 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 will, I will not discount Mike White at the expense of talking Zach Wilson up a little bit here, but there's a reason why he was chosen second overall in a draft that had Trey Lance and Justin Fields and Mac Jones available for the Jets to choose We're in scouting. it as well. Because the, you, you saw what he was doing uh, at BYU. You saw what he was doing on his pro day. I mean, so Mike White made the throw, yes, and can make the throw. Zach Wilson can make that throw, too. It's just that he is, his footwork and everything else around him is so discombobulated. The Jets want to make sure he can reset, and that's what they say, so he can make those throws. And then whatever off-schedule stuff that does come – their way, he might be able to make plays that Mike White can't. See what I'm saying? It's possible. That's okay. a possibility, but I'd rather have a guy that gets the offense going on a timely manner and having things work. Of course. Properly. Absolutely. Certainly when you've got a defense that can win, win the game for you. And Tom Brady's done that for 20 years. I'm with you. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Mike White is the next Tom Brady. You heard that from Ian. <laughs> I'm, with, I'm with him. I told you, if Mike White continues to play like this, Zach Wilson is done playing with the New York Jets. How does that sound? If he keeps playing like this and he goes and takes the Jets to a playoffs and he starts a playoff game and actually sends them to the divisional round? Okay. No sacred cows, man. And the owner is just giving Salah and Joe Douglas the room to say, our bad on the second overall pick of the draft? You can say that if your team makes the playoffs anyway. Yeah. And sometimes, Rich, don't you? I mean, I realize you're a high draft pick, but if you realize you made a mistake, isn't it worth to just cut that mistake and, and move forward because as opposed to going, course. well, I made this and we got to stick with this guy because he's number two, even though, and I'm not saying it because we don't know, Zach could turn out to be great. I'm just saying in a, in a situation of course, like this. Of course. And you take a I look mean, at Cardinals what's going on. did it. I mean, you take a yeah, look at what's true. going on here. Is that. If, if he beats the Vikings or performs just as well against the Vikings and then continues to do it, they're, they're not going to go back to Zach just because they need to see what they have in him or rehabilitate him in time for next year. They're, they're doing this because they can make the playoffs now. Currently the seventh seed in the AFC. Look, you can't waste Sauce's time. You know what I'm saying? He is just so good, man. <laughs> the rest of that defense is so good. Uh, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. I can't believe this is a story, but it has been, and we talked about it. Jeez, it was our top story today because, you know, the quarterback in Denver and the coach in Denver had to talk about it. The locker room situation in, in uh, Broncos country, let's ride. And the latest question about it is Russell Wilson's birthday party RSVP <laughs> list and who showed up and who did not. Boy, I would love to get, wouldn't you love to see the attendance oh, sheet yeah. on that? Wouldn't you love to see? Like, the, I wonder like if like Vanessa book. Bryant was there because her and Sierra are friends. So, like, yeah. it wouldn't have been like that type of. Party. Well, the, this is the whole deal: is that yeah, you you you'd want to go to a party. One would think that they are throwing, and it just kind of got me to thinking. You know, whose birthday party <laughs> would you go to? 
Whoa. If they're being thrown by an NFL quarterback, and I decided to sit down and, yes, come up with a power rankings of the top 10 quarterback birthday parties I'd prefer to attend, hit it. Is this real? (laughs) (laughs) Power rankings. Power rankings. Yes, the top 10 NFL quarterback (laughs) birthday party power rankings. We're going to talk about it. We're going to go this all in. Fan. Is this your surprise? Yes, it is. Yes. This is great. Number 10 on the list is, in fact, Zach Wilson. <laughs> Certainly, if his birthday party is going to be on the Amalfi Coast. Yes, yeah. Look at him right there standing Stop in it. front just near the Isle of Capri. And yes, <laughs> indeed, you never know who could be at the birthday party. And as somebody who's 53 years old... I might be potentially bringing down the median age. Just throwing it out there. And I would go to the birthday party just to see who else is invited. Certainly if I'm invited to Italy for it, look at that photograph. Number nine on the list right here. If we know anything about Zach, you might not be bringing down the median age. Number nine on this list. Number nine on the list. Justin Herbert. I kind of dig the kid. Okay. Plus, you know what? Larry David once said when he came on this show, he doesn't do destination weddings. He said, and I said to him, how far away does the destination wedding have to be before you throw it out? And he said, hour and a half by car. He's here. He's down the street. Down the street. Justin Herbert down the street in the South Bay hanging out. 900 Club, guys. Maybe. I went to Cooper's friend, had a birthday party, rented out SoFi Stadium. You're running around, throwing the football. Maybe he could do that, too. Wait, what? Yes. (laughs) You can run out SoFi Stadium for bar mitzvahs and birthday parties. Cooper's friend rented out SoFi and you went? not his friend. His friend's parents. Well, obviously, I know Richie Rich is in this boy. I'm going to go. I'm going with Russ. I'm going with Russ. Oh, that's a, I mean, they're game. a power I mean, couple. Man. Come on now. Yeah. Come on. How do you not want to go and hang out with Russ? Let, Let me see Sierra's you got friends. Step. You say <laughs> you said you want to see at least the 15 oh, bathrooms. I, I, they're 12. They have a How four, many they have a four bedroom, 12 bathroom house. And that to me, again, as I said yesterday, I'll repeat it here in this segment right here on the power rankings list of the <laughs> NFL quarterback birthday parties I I prefer to attend. It's great. Going to the birth, if you said not going to the birthday party is a sign of disrespect, the ultimate sign of disrespect is to go to the birthday party and go into the main bathroom and use it. <laughs> and not flush. Number seven <laughs> on this list <laughs> Lamar Jackson. Oh, Who would oh, want to yeah. go to Lamar's birthday I'm party? There, bro. Look at this shot. If that's Jeff Jarrett, the wrestler. Yeah, from AEW. Look at him. Can we go to Lamar's after he gets paid? It yeah. doesn't, I think he's fine right well, now. Yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, but they, after this contract. Doesn't matter. Yeah, you know I would think, don't you think it would be in Miami, right? South Florida? <laughs> a Lamar Jackson birthday party, I think, would be fantastic. Yeah, little, in, you know, little baby's going to be performing. Yeah, if it's I'm in, in South Florida, we're not making it out. Number yeah, six. Yeah. Number <laughs> six on this there. list. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to go hang out? I'll bring Henry Winkler as my plus one. Oh. Patrick Mahomes' birthday party. Okay, we'll all put on ski goggles and crush beers. You know Kelsey will be there. You know, I mean, here, come on. Slight pushback. 
I knew where you're going with this. He's got two kids under two. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. So you know what I mean? Like, Keith can get childcare. Uh, that means they got a bouncy thing. So is his brother going to be there? Brother's definitely going to be there. Yeah, you got If Patrick Mahomes, I said we're going to Patrick Mahomes' birthday party, you say no? No? No, I'm going to say yes. Of course you will. <laughs> Number five. We're now at the top five top of five. my power rankings of NFL quarterback birthday parties I'd prefer to attend. Number five is Josh Allen. Let's go hang out with oh, Josh yeah. Allen. Yes. I don't know that what is. this is photographs from. Is it from a murder mystery party or that something looks like that? like uh, Halloween. I don't know, but let's go hang out with Josh Allen. I got to Come say, on now. Who wouldn't want to hang out with idea, him? Great idea, Rich. Yes. Look, who wouldn't want to hang out with him? <laughs> you know what? Him or his plus one, it's fine. Yeah, just yeah. you you know, we could go jump on tables. Who knows? I mean that's true. All right. Number four in the list. Who wouldn't want to go to Tom Brady's birthday? I thought party? that would be number one. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. How is that when not number say, one? When I say number one, you will agree with me, and I, I guarantee sing, all of you. No, Tom stop. Brady, bro? Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. No, it doesn't matter. Tom Brady on a boat. Yeah, and the one and, and it's on his cheat day. With no it's kids, it's one day okay, where right. he's drinking too. So we're drink- okay. Good. All right, okay. The uh, avocado again, cocktails was, are flowing. Tom Brady was number one. <laughs> Tom Brady number, number three. One for me. <laughs> number three on this list. Who wouldn't want to go say happy birthday to Joe Burrow? Oh, yeah. Smoking cigars. Chilling out. Look at Joe. Okay. Come on now, Joe Burrow's throwing her birthday party. I'm going, and everybody on the RSVP oh. list is going, too. Oh. Now we're getting to the high oh. of the oh. highest so rent district Cuban. of my power rankings. Number two, Gosh, quarterback Cuban. birthday party That's I would want to attend is Jimmy Garoppolo's birthday yes. party. Yes. You bet. Yes. You bet. How is that not number one? Because you know yes. Tom's going to be there. You know Tom's going to be there. And you just, I, I mean, I will just, I'll uh. stand in the corner and look, and it'll be creepy. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. It'll be creepy. There's going to be some birds at that. It'll be creepy. Oh but Jimmy Garoppolo, I mean, here's the thing. Kind of women at that I, wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't be able to go to Jimmy Garoppolo's birthday party because Susie would say, I'm no. going. You're home with the kids. Okay. The pigeons will be clucking. And then number one, atop my power rankings know, list man, of quarterback it. birthday parties, I would like to attend oh, an NFL quarterback birthday party. Hands down, number one, Gardner Minshew. Period. <laughs> End of story. It's not just starting quarterbacks. I said NFL quarterback. You tell me you wouldn't want to go to this guy's birthday party over everyone else's. I don't know about that. Yes. Uh, and make sure you're not know, working Rich. the next day. Make sure it's know. a day off. Number one, Gardner Minshew. <laughs> and that may be the best power rankings. Oh, wow. My cheeks hurt. Oh, my God. I've ever done. I can't breathe. My cheeks hurt. Extra time. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, oh, that's God. the one I have to go to. I like that, Rich. That's like pretty that. funny. That was pretty funny. <laughs> that, you was got it. that was good. That was really that was good. good. I was not pretty expecting pretty that. Pretty good. Pretty good right there. Did I tell you guys I had a similar situation? <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. I did. It was 2008. I had a birthday party at the Geisha house in uh, Hollywood, if you remember that Del Tufo. My buddy, there was a college quarterback um, camp going on. My buddy bought Mark Sanchez, Colt McCoy, Matt Stafford, Chase Daniel, and the quarterback that Mike Gundy had his I'm a 40-year-old rant about, Bobby Reed, he bought all five of them to my birthday party. And this was like, I think, 2007, I gotta 2008. Be, I got to be honest with you, though. Good. I got to be honest with you, though. When I first, I don't know, I just was sitting around last night. I'm like, I should do a power rankings on this. One more. Well, I, 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 right, we'll I honestly more. thought to myself, it's tough to come up with a top 10 list. Like, 
potentially uh, easier all, than five. In, in, in all fairness to like, Russ, there's a bunch of quarterbacks who yeah. just like, Really? Would I go want to hang out at a birthday party like with that guy? Not to go negative I on mean, you. Look, all due respect, nobody's going to Davis Mills birthday. I, a, I, I kept going on, and the funny thing is so Jack funny. Stewart. I had the, I had I had the laptop open. Well, let's look. Chris. I had the laptop <laughs> open. I had the laptop open. That's a tough. One. And and um, I'm going through the depth charts. Cooper comes walking up to me because anything <laughs> NFL, you'll see him on the computer screen. I'll say, "What are you up to?" I couldn't even explain to him what the hell I was up to. <laughs> what do you mean you don't want to go to that birthday party, Dad? Right. Of course, an 11-year-old go to me. But do we have one more? I don't even know if we have one more. Do you think we need one more? I mean, okay. I have to put two. All right, we'll get right, one more. I, I hear, I, uh, this is apparently specifically for you, Chris. I think Hoskins has gone off the board for, oh. for this one. What, wh- which one do we have? There it is. <laughs> you with Mac Jones. Would you want to go to Mac Jones' birthday party? Um, Mac Jones went to Alabama, Rich. Mac Jones partner is I think I would go to Mac Jones. <laughs> you would come to what? Yeah, I would. Okay, you yeah. smoke cigars in there? Yeah. Alright, very good. And scene. Talk about insurance. And- hey, Brockman, we want to go to Miami and go to Tua's birthday. Yeah, Tua's. You know Tua's party's going to be live. Tua, in there. Tua just got married and then got offended that people asked him about getting married. Like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I didn't Do you know think that. That, that seems to be, that would be like a dry party. That was a little weird. Yeah. I don't know about you, but that looked like money. Tyreek Hill's birthday party yeah. on the other no, hand. No, no, quarterbacks. <laughs> this is a quarterback list, Chris. Sorry. It's my so power we- rankings. There are no others <laughs> like it, but this one is mine. I like Let's that, take Rich. a break. Thank you, sir. Let's that take a break right down. here. Kamel Nanjani is here on the Rich Eisen Show. It'll be dynamite. Can't wait to talk about his new Welcome to Chippendales program on Hulu. Coming up next. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed 
Camille Nanjani here on the Rich Eisen Show. Last time you were, it was about five years ago, you were professing a love for basketball. Do you, do you still have your, your love of, of hoops in any way, shape, or form? I like how you said professing as if I was lying. No, like, not at all. I'm, I, it's I, just my way of talking. I went to Wikipedia. There's no offense. There's no, there's no I offense. know, I'm joking. No but before I came, I went to Wikipedia, looked up basketball, and I was like, okay, if it's outside the line, they get, they get three points. Uh, no, I'm joking. Okay. I, I love basketball. <laughs> I haven't checked in this season yet. I sort of... Because, you know, my team, the Bulls, aren't really, haven't been contenders in a while. Sure. So I sort of start checking in around, like, right before the All-Star break. Okay. And then I, and then, and then I really get into it, and then I watch all the playoffs and the finals and everything. But yes. I'll say, I'll mention a sport that I don't think any of your listeners really care about. Which, which is? is? Cricket? Cricket. Okay. And I just watched the World Cup, the T20 Cricket World Cup, just finished a couple of weeks ago. And okay. And so w- walk me through that. Make me a, cr- make me a cricket fan. Okay. Well, <laughs> how much time do you have? Well, not for a cricket match. That's well, for all right. Because well, don't they sometimes last like a, a full, what, two, three days? Well, longer? the original, the now the format, the most popular format, yes. lasts about the length of a basketball game. So it's about three hours. Okay, fantastic. Great. Very reasonable. All right. So, all right. But the origi- Color me interested. The original form was five days. You're out. Um, and then they shortened it to the one day, and it was called the one day, and it was a full 12-hour game. And now it's three hours. Very okay. reasonable. So they have pace of play questions just like Major League Baseball, is what you're saying. People were saying, let's make it shorter. Yes, okay. yes. Okay. The kids were, as you said, the kids were sort of losing interest. So what <laughs> happened was Pakistan ended up, you know, uh, I'm from Pakistan, that's my team. Yes. The matches would happen at like 1 a.m. because it was in Australia or 4 a.m. And yes. I would get up in the morning at 7 a.m., mm-hmm. I'd, have, I'd have it recorded. I wouldn't touch my phone, and i watched the match as if it was live. You went through sports blackout to make sure that you were not having any spoiler alert on the results of your cricket match. Completely zero contact. And there was once where I called my parents. You can't do that. No, I know it was a mistake. And, and I was like, I told my dad as soon as I called, I was like, hey, don't tell me what happens. Uh, and then we talked for a little bit, and then I heard my mom in the background yelling, we won! No. I was like, mom, mom, you no! When you're in sports blackout, you cannot pierce the bubble for anybody See? or anything. So you what do you, do what's, what's the strategy for the sports bubble? You gotta teach me, I'm new to this. You, you wake up, and you do nothing but turn on the television. Really? That's it, you can't do it. Uh, you so, can't do it, because it's on you. Don't, you, got, you clearly can't blame, blame your mom for that sort of thing. I am blaming her. Well, that's what we all do is sometimes, yeah. is blame your mother for the problems. Well, I life. mean, it was adorable because she was so excited. But in the beginning of the tournament, Pakistan lost two big, easy matches. And mm-hmm. we were out of the tournament, except like mathematically. Mm-hmm. And then everything just perfectly aligned. The bad teams beat the good teams. Oh, and the this. good teams, you know, it was like it perfectly. And then we beat all the best teams. We ended up going to the finals where we beat South, Af- South Africa. Uh-huh. Then we got to the finals and we were crushed by England yet again. So are, are there shows like this one where people call in and complain about the, the cricket match and things like that? Long-time oh. listeners, first-time callers who are bitching and complaining about it? <laughs> yes. There's a, there's, a, there's a show called The Pavilion, which is sort of like the dugout is what we call it, The Pavilion. Yes. Um, and there are four like sort of Pakistani cricketing legends who do right after the match, they talk mm-hmm. and they break it down. And it's amazing because it's so cathartic. Like you really feel everything they're going okay. through. And I would watch that right afterwards. Even if we lost, they would just be like so angry and yelling. And it was like, okay, great. That. That's how I'm feeling on the inside. Um, 
But you know, we wanted revenge for colonialism. Didn't get it this time. <laughs> we'll see. You know, the stakes are really high, Rich. In colonialism? Or, yeah. Or, 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 or yeah, stricken. I mean, you know, they have like stuff they stole from us in their museums. We just want this cricket gang. Let us have this World Cup for two years. You have our crown jewels that you've had for, for, for decades. Oh Can we God. have this for two years? That's nope, so they were funny. really good. Uh, Camille Nanjani here on the Rich Eisen Show. I have a, uh, a list of um, items that we have uh, read about you, sir, and we play a game here with our celebrity guests called Celebrity True or False, where I mention them and you tell me if it's true or false or it's just the internet that's just being scandalous. Okay, great. Okay. Okay, great. We have, we have uh, some terrific production value to kick us off. Hit it, please. Celebrity True or False. You can't handle the truth. There you go. You ready for it? Does that set the stage for you? Yeah, my God, I am so amped. There you go. go. (laughs) By the way, I watched that clip of Jack Nicholson uh, in Few Good Men to prepare for a scene in Welcome to Chippendale, streaming now on Hulu, the first three episodes. That's true? Yeah. Which which, uh, scene did you do? There's a big moment in that show that I don't want to... It's sort of later, you know, after a lot of bad stuff has happened, now the FBI is involved. And there's a moment where it's like, is he going to get caught or not? Uh-huh. And I was like, I want to have like a moment here that's like the Jack Nicholson moment that uh-huh. like he gets angry and sort of righteously in his own way exposes everything he's done. And I wanted that kind of moment in our show. Okay. Uh, and so I watched that clip a bunch of times. It's a really, it's a great acting okay. job. You I think? Mean, I mean, we, we've had so many, uh, we've had Rob Reiner on here. We've had Kevin Bacon on here, Kevin Pollack on here. And they each have their own version of telling the story of how Jack did it. What about twenty times? He 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 was the one who did it off camera for all the other actors, and he did it the same every single time. Really? True story. That's, that's true. I've thought about that because that scene, you know, as an actor, you're like, wow, that scene is like a twenty five minute long scene. Do you shoot it all in one day? Do you break it up? How do you they do it? They did break it up, and he did it at, when when he was off camera and everyone was reacting to him. He did it. He He's did it full speed. Full speed every single time. Yeah. And Rob Reiner said, "Do you want to take some time off?" And he did the imitation of Nicholson saying, "You don't understand. I love to act." So really? Said, yeah, it's great stuff. Uh, let's. That, that's now the, That's now the bar we're going to leap over right here with celebrity true or false with Camille Nanjani. <laughs> First one, true or false, Camille? You have a fear of horses. True or false? I don't really have a fear of horses. I yes. wouldn't say. I think I am as scared of them as any, any human being would be. It's like a car that can think. You know. It's, <laughs> I mean, that is in itself a terrifying thing. With emissions? They have emissions I as mean, well? they have emissions. You've seen okay. the emissions. They may not ruin the atmosphere, but they ruin, you know, where they, write, where they were just now. I had to write horses for a movie, and I realized, like, oh, this is like I'm trying to control a car, except it has its own brain. <laughs> um, so that was scary to me, but I'm not, I wouldn't okay. say. Okay. But you know, when you're sitting on a horse, it's like you're, it's like a lot of muscle. Like yeah. it's a very. And what happens without controlling it? That's the way I feel about skiing. Like you, how do you stop when you're going downhill? Right. That's Man what... versus gravity. Gravity is always going to win. <laughs> you ski long enough, you're going to regret it. All right. So ish, true-ish, false-ish. It's right in the between. Like if there was a horse over there, I'm yeah. not going to like start freaking out. Okay, good. But if you're like, would you get on the horse? I'd be like, can you find someone else? Understood. Uh, <laughs> next one, true or false, Mail, uh, you decided to start a stand-up career after you were impressed by Hugh Grant's performance in Four Weddings and a Funeral. 
Yeah, yeah. Wow, you're really painting me as like sort of this coward because I'm no. like, I don't. But it's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> why? I mean, why am I painting you as a coward? You're what? you're inspired by it. Is well, what I'm, I'm sort of like, oh, you know, you're like, I, I really was inspired by Hugh Grant. His He does this best man speech in it. And yes. it's really, really fantastic. His, and I realized years later that the, my first five years of doing stand up on stage were just my impression of Hugh Grant. In four weddings and a funeral. Is that right? Yeah, because, you know, I was like, he's handsome, he has great hair, he's funny, women love him. It was everything I wasn't, you know? <laughs> um, and so, yeah, Hugh Grant was, I, I still, by the way, you know, I've been a fan of Hugh Grant's forever, and now everyone's like, oh my God, Hugh Grant's an amazing actor, He's he's got all this range. And I'm like, yeah, I've been here the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> he's so good. Next one, uh, true or false, you pitched Judd Apatow, a film called Ghost Witch, but wound up <laughs> adapting your real-life love story that became the Oscar-nominated screenplay, The Big Sick. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, the movie was not called Ghost Witch. Okay. It was about a ghost witch. So that is, <laughs> oh, okay. I'll say it's true. I was like, it's about it's about a ghost who's also a witch. She was a witch, then she dies, and she comes back as a ghost, and she's still a witch. And he said, "Do you have any other ideas?" <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, "Well, you know, my wife was my my girlfriend at the time was in a coma, and that's how I met her family, and and you know, we fell in love, sort of like over this crazy tragic event." And he said, okay, yeah, let's try that. And if that doesn't work, we'll go back to Ghost Witch. And uh, <laughs> Ghost Witch never happened. And, and it's amazing how things come about, right? I mean, yeah, I mean that I'm, is incredible. I'm so grateful to Judd for, you know, giving me that chance when, when kind of nobody else would. And also recognizing he was like, you got to write about stuff that means something to you. It's got to be personal. It can't just be like a great idea you had that, that's clever. It's got to really come from like inside you. Uh, and that's a lesson I still try and, you know, carry with me in everything I do. Sure. Next one for you here. True or false, you auditioned for two roles in Silicon Valley. Didn't get them, but Mike Judge created a whole new character for you anyway. That's that's absolutely true. So I auditioned for yes. uh, Ehrlich, who's played by T.J. Miller, yeah. and this character named Big Head, who is played by Josh <laughs> Brenner, who's not in that picture. I was so nervous for this audition. I've been a big fan of, you know, Mike Judge's. Like, oh, Beavis and Butthead. Have you watched much Beavis and Butthead? Uh, not lately. It's you know, there's but new Beavis and Butthead on, I think it's on Paramount. It's yeah. just as good as uh, the original. I did not know that. It's I got to so get good. in on that because that is brilliant. Office Space as well. Office Space. You know, these movies, like, you know, these shows loom so large for me. So they were yes. like, Mike's doing an HBO show. Would you want to audition? And I said, yes. And I found out, you know, before Christmas and the audition was next year. So I had like two months to get really nervous. I went in, I read these two parts and I thought they went well. You know, I was like, okay, that was a good audition. I did my best. And if nothing else, I get to meet Mike Judge. And they called me afterwards. They're like, we don't think you're right for this, but we're going to write you a character. And, and people say that all the time where they're like, you're not right for this, but we'll find something. And then a few weeks later, I got a call and they said, hey, we've written this character for you. You don't have to audition for it again. Do you want it? And I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting emotional talking about it. Um, so, yeah, they created this character for me, and I ended up doing a show with Mike for six years. That is so cool. And is it true, then, too, that the math in the famous tip-to-tip -tip efficiency scene was actually checked out and verified by PhDs from Harvard? I think it might have been Stanford. But Stanford. Yes, I okay. think. I'm not sure. But, I mean, I don't think we could talk about the specifics of this scene. Because it took forever, right? It didn't? 
to uh, shoot it? It, it took no? forever to shoot it, but I mean the specifics of, of the scene, I think, are like too adult for... Oh. Yeah. Okay. So that scene is about... You don't know what that... <laughs> no, I do know what it's about. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Okay. I know it. Yes. So it's like, it's a very vulgar act. Yeah. And... Um, yes. It's like a... I, I don't know. I, I don't want to say anything. But Understood. It's, it's, a, it's a vulgar act. Welcome to Chippendales. Welcome to Chippendales. Yes. Actually, wow, there's a real, like... Uh, there's Synergy. a real Synergy. theme to my career. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was but, checked out by actual PhDs. Yeah. So, you know, it's about this sort of, like, somebody comes up with this vulgar idea, and then we get obsessed with doing the math of it. Yes. And so there are like all this math about doing this this thing, and um, we did. You know, they got it checked out by real. I th I believe it was Stanford PhDs, and they came up with all the math for it. Fantastic. The hardest part of doing that scene was not laughing and also remembering what to write because <laughs> it's gobbledygook to us. You saw what that was. Yeah, I, I can't figure it out. Makes no sense. And I was, you know stereotypically pretty good at math <laughs> but that's beyond my that was beyond my skill set how about spelling good too great at spelling except i throw u's into random things again because of colonialism <laughs> look at you a last one for you that's outside of you know uh, like honor and flavor and look at you uh so uh what was it like to be an obi-wan that was in. I I remember just because those those shows, the Star Wars TV series, are we sit down as a family and watch them. You do, yes. And do you like Obi Wan? Love it. It was great. Um, it was great to see man. you in it too. Oh, thank you. It was really, really sort of a dream come true that I couldn't even dare to dream. You know, um, it, the hard thing about doing something like Star Wars is you have. I have to go in and be like, I'm just doing a job. I'm not doing Star Wars because otherwise I'll get paralyzed you know sure but it's really hard because you're like i'm just doing a random show and everyone is carrying lightsabers and blasters and <laughs> looks like i'm in a cantina and this guy looks a lot like obi-wan that i'm talking to right now <laughs> so i had i had one real moment where i froze because i went and i met ewan uh and you know he's a lovely guy and we were sort of hanging out before we started shooting and he was, right. uh, it was so normal and awesome and and then they yell action, and he the the, we, the first scene we shot is the scene where we meet, and he comes in and he starts speaking, and I completely froze because I was like, I'm not talking to you, and I'm talking to Obi Wan Kenobi yeah, right now, right? Because cool. it's such a specific performance, and he's so good. Um, so it was, man, honestly, one of the most like joyful experiences I've, I've had on set, and part of it is because you know you're doing Star Wars, and everybody's so excited to be there. So my character in it is this guy who's, I, I mean, I can give it away. It's been out for a long time. He's like a guy who's pretending to be a Jedi, mm -hmm. you know? So he's like a fake Jedi. So I have this fake lightsaber in the show. And that fake lightsaber, the prop master for the show, mm -hmm. it's the lightsaber that he made for himself when he was 20 years old. And he brought it to me and he was like, I want you to have it for this yeah, character. Yeah. And I was like... You know, everybody's always wearing Star Wars shirts. Everybody was just so excited to be working on a Star Wars. And you and, you know, you, you saw his performance. Absolutely one of the greatest actors of all time. So to be able to, like, you know, act with someone of that caliber right next to you, it's really, really remarkable. It's a, it's, it's a feeling that's hard to describe. The other thing that's great about him, you know, is when you yell cut, no matter how intense the scene is, he's just back to you and goofing around and fun. Come on, really? Yeah, man. And then it's like action. And then he's like on the, on the floor screaming at the sky, cut, tears down his face, cut. 
tears somehow disappear. He doesn't even wipe them. They go back in his eyes. <laughs> and then he's back to normal. I mean, truly a tremendous, tremendous person and actor. And uh, I'm glad you I'm glad you liked the show. Oh, it was I thought, awesome. It was great. Yeah. I loved it. I mean, I, it, it was really it was really awesome. The kids loved it. And it's like appointment viewing where you sit down. And not, there's not enough stuff on TV for an entire family to just sit down. Yeah, and unfortunately, not, Welcome to know. Chippendales is not. Yeah, that's not <laughs> happening. That's uh, not happening. It's, it's, did you watch Andor? Have you guys seen Andor we yet? We haven't gotten into that yet. Uh, my my wife sat down with our nine-year-old daughter and watched the first episode. She said it's it's a it's a little bit more adult. Like it was a little That's bit what more, I've heard. it was kind of like a nine year old needed a little bit more help and trying to follow the plot. So that's what I've, I've heard. It's heard. amazing. I've heard it's spectacular. I've heard it, it gets better and better. And that by the end, it's one of the best Star Wars things ever made. I, I haven't started it yet. But it's but so I'm, cool that you got to be in one. And I have know. An actual, like lightsaber, the prop master made one. So, so it, again, it's a handle, right? It doesn't, it, there was no, 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 no. Out. There's no light that comes out of it. We, they don't have that technology. But you know the other thing that they do? We don't have lightsaber technology yet. Okay. Um, you know, the other thing that they do is they shoot in this dome where they project the world on the walls. So you're sort of like, it would be, I mean, even the stuff indoors, it would be like, yeah. none of this is really here. It's a dome and they're projecting that wall onto the screen. So the great thing is spaceships, yeah. walking around, it's all like that. So, so if I'm like doing a scene with someone, usually it's blue screen and you have to pretend you're flying through space. Yeah. Here you don't have to. You really look outside the window and it's Star Wars right out the window. Jeez, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And you can really, like there was one scene I did where you, there were like rows of stormtroopers, yeah. you know, all going all the way back. And the first row is real human beings and behind that is a screen. <laughs> and me sitting here, even if it's like 20 feet away, I can't tell the difference. I can't tell where the real ends and the fake begins. Fantastic. It's really, wow. really amazing. That is awesome. Welcome to Chippendales uh, is released every Tuesday on Hulu. Episodes one through three are available now for streaming. I'll watch it with my kids when we're done with The Handmaid's Tale. Uh, <laughs> it'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's great. It's a great yeah, time in my house. Pam Thank and Tommy, you. huge. Yes, huge. Yeah. Big time. We'll go through the whole <laughs> over uh, at Kumail and on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for coming in here. Anytime. Uh, thank really. you so Big much fan. for having Big me. Kumail and Johnny right here on the Rich Eisen Show. We'll wrap up this Thursday show in a sec. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. 
Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. The NFL's done this last several years, and it's a great idea. Take two teams from Thanksgiving and have them kick off the following week on Thursday night football. So it's a full complement of rest. Kind of messes, obviously, with their schedule where uh, normally you you travel on a Friday or a Saturday, not on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, and your final week of practice, final day of practice is normally, as we all know, at the end of the week. But uh, they still have a full week's worth of rest, they being the Bills and the Patriots. Unbelievably, Week 13, the Bills do not still do not have a divisional win. Don't, still don't have one. Now, the Patriots and Dolphins kicked off the season, and the Dolphins beat New England in that game. And then since then, New England has beaten the Jets twice. So New England has a better divisional record going into this game than Buffalo. Now then, Buffalo still has a better record than New England. We bring all this up because Buffalo is still trying to win the division and still trying to get a one seed and still trying to figure out how they can make the Super Bowl and have the road to the playoffs go through Western New York, and tonight's a big game for that. Because if you think the Chiefs have their hands full in Cincinnati this weekend, the Bills posting a ninth win and then sitting back over the weekend and watching Cincinnati and the Chiefs pound on each other If the Bengals beat the Chiefs, then the Bills would, in fact, be the one seed if the 49ers beat the Dolphins. So the Bills have a shot, a very believable shot at the one seed by the end of this weekend. They can go from five to one and then just try and win out from there and have everybody come try and chase them. That is a huge game, as we all know, between Miami and San Francisco coming up later on this weekend and you've got the jets sitting right there in front if we put it back up on the screen one more time if you don't mind mr hoskins you've got the jets sitting in front of the patriots if the patriots win this game and go to seven and five the bills fall to eight and four and that would be a i mean it's not a a debilitating or crushing loss for them but they would fall to zero and three in division their best finish in division would be 500 And you have to wonder if that's a tie break that might be an issue for them moving forward. And then the Patriots sitting there at seven and five, if the Jets lose in Minnesota, the Patriots would no longer be sniffing it. They would be in a wild card spot. The Chargers, as we all know, have a big game themselves trying to come off of that win, that last second win that they just posted at Arizona. They're at Vegas. So this is a huge football game tonight. The Titans are taking on the Eagles, the Baltimore Ravens with um, Lamar Jackson dealing with um, a leg injury, wasn't able to practice yesterday. So keep an eye on that. Uh, The Baltimore Ravens have a home game against Denver. Talk about another winnable game. They supposedly had one in Jacksonville last week. So... There's a lot of ground that can be made up fast, a lot of ground that can be lost fast. This week in the AFC is going to be really, really crucial and important, and we'll see how it all plays out starting tonight between the Bills and the Patriots. Fun show. Kumail Nanjani uh, in studio. want to thank him. want to thank Mike Florio as well. 
as RG3. Tomorrow's show, Tyron Matthews scheduled to appear, uh, appear on our program. Great job, Felly. Hey, Great job thanks, sitting man. there. Hey, Del Tufo, uh, last 40 minutes. Man. Couldn't tell the difference. It was seamless from Mike to you. Uh, yeah. Great. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Very well done.